Welcome back to another episode of Change Making Women. And today on the show, we're really excited to have Eleanor Brown, who is the amazing singer and songwriter behind our theme tune song on Change Making Women. So we've been wanting to get her on the show to talk about her music and how she um, wants to really make a difference with, with her music and the songs that she writes. Um, and so, yeah, today we're lucky enough to have her. So we're going to be talking to her about that. Um, so, Eleanor, hi. Thanks for coming on the show. How are you doing? Hello. Um, yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. You're really welcome. So where, let's, let me ask you, where are we talking to you? Where are, where are you this morning? Uh, I'm currently in Bristol. Okay. Um, yeah. In the yeah, which is not where I live, but it's where I am right now. Cool. Okay. Well, that's fine. And so we're in, as usual, in London and in Dar es Salaam. So by the power of technology, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk music and hopefully listen to a bit of your music as well. But um, I wanted to start by just asking you how you first started writing and making music. Because I know a lot of people do music, but maybe don't write their own songs, and that feels to me like a real. Um, brave thing to do in some way so I'd love to hear about how you got started with that and where your passion came from well um so songwriting is something that I've done from quite a young age Mm. um and it's it's I I kind of don't know exactly where it came from but music Mm. is music was just part of part of my life but it I was creating songs from about the age of eight really wow so it's definitely been just something that I've done so I used to meet up with my friend and we had a a little Casio keyboard Mm -hmm. um, and we would just make up songs and we um, we would record albums cool wow I've got all these little tapes that I used to make so it was you know it, it really started from from a young age and felt like something very important. So, I mean, I was obviously wasn't writing amazing songs, but um, we would like listen to the the demos. You'd have little <laughs> demo tunes on the on the keyboard and make up our own songs and yeah, yeah. kind of put it into albums. So, yeah, that's where it started from. Wow! And was was there wow. music in your family, or was it just something that you know you were inspired to do yourself, or? Yeah, my my mum is. Uh, she sings. She's she's always sung in choirs, and um, I I remember listening to a lot of. We'd have record player, and I'd listen to music like that. So, I guess it was around. For me, I yeah, I don't know. It just happened. It just felt that something very innate. Yeah. Well, that's really interesting. And so you just, you, it sounds like you love to do it. And I guess you must have done this because you've carried on, right? So you've been making <laughs> music for a long, what, a few decades at least now. Yeah, so um, it just became more and more important. So I, I started learning musical instruments. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I got a guitar for my 13th birthday mm-hmm. and taught myself. And it was then that I started writing more and more songs um mm. my own songs and it, it was really um a form of expression so it was a, a great thing to have um 
as a teenager and, yeah. and then yeah and then it carried on and then I you know then I got involved with um in different bands and and stuff and yeah and then it kind of progressed and especially as um digital recording mm. was came available then it was kind of a slight you know more empowering because I was able to you know you don't have to go into a studio and, and do things so it, it was it was really a very evolving emergent process and and then became there, there was a there was a crossroads where I decided that this is what I'm I'm gonna invest in this more it's gonna be your yeah. work in a way or yeah. yeah yeah I mean that was that's it's kind of been a evolving thing mm. Because it because it's obviously quite difficult to make um, music be work you know your work that pays um, so that's that's been a process yeah 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 just out of curiosity though how many mu- uh, musical instruments do you play I currently I play I play drums I play piano guitar I I've played different things over the years which I've now Um, lost a bit so I wouldn't say I'm exceptionally good at any one instrument I mean it's I haven't wanted to focus on one thing um, mm. but so really um, p- the instruments I play they have been the, the kind of facilitator for being able to create songs yeah um, yeah that's a beautiful way of putting it it sounds mm. yeah and then so w- which um, instruments are, are you using on the on your current um, songs and the work that I know you're about to start recording um, so that is it's mainly guitar based mm. and it's well it's actually it's the it's the first the other albums I've done I have added in other instruments and played and placed played most of the things on them whereas this one I've focused on um I'm playing guitar and I'm singing and then I'm I'm calling in other um, amazing session musicians um mm. so so there's going to be a much kind of richer tapestry in the in the instruments which is exciting yeah so uh, let's actually talk about your the, the album that you're working on now because I know that you're currently crowdfunding for that and then I've been watching you do that I've been very impressed by your what you're up to so tell us how how you came to decide and why you came to decide to use crowdfunding as a way to fund your next piece of work and how you've gone about that um So up until now, everything I've done has been self-funded and kind of low budget. And I've called in a lot of favors from mm-hmm. people and because I had a really strong desire to make, to make the albums happen. Um, but this, this one, I just had a real sense of wanting to, to do something different with it mm-hmm. and um, to really value it, to really pay people properly. And I really wanted to invest in this. Um, so it felt like the right time to, to use the crowdfunding platform, which I think is really, is an amazing idea. Mm. Um, <clears throat> because, you know, many people in these times, they don't have thousands of pounds that you could upfront um, a cost mm. whilst kind of sustaining living your life. Um, mm. So I, I decided to use that now and I felt like I'd built up um, people who, who liked my work and... And so it's really because of that, it, it felt possible. So, and I, I really love that in crowdfunding, people kind of get to be part of the process. So you're not yeah. just buying a thing, but you're kind of investing into 
the creative process. And I know when I've supported crowdfunders before, I've kind of you see behind the scenes, and and it, it feels it feels a bit more special. So there's 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 a number of reasons, I guess, why um, why I use crowdfunding. And so it's 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 quite a process. It's mm-hmm. absolutely stretching me to to my edges, um, but I, I think it's worth it. It's worth yeah. it. How 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 much of the um, cost of the album have you raised so far? I think you're doing pretty well, aren't you? The last time I checked, which actually is quite obsessively, um, it's, <laughs> I think I've just got. I think I've reached sixty percent of your target. Yeah, so, um, which is you know, it's incredible. I'm like, that's amazing to have five thousand um, pounds, yeah. and then I'm still asking for more. You know, so but so I'm I'm well on the way now, and. Uh, and that means that I can get in the studio, pay the producers, um, get the tracks mixed. So it's yeah, it's, it's it's going it's going well. And the people that support you um, can choose various things that they kind of get in return for their sponsorship of your production of the album, don't they? Yeah. So it's it's not um, it's not a case of just me saying give me money. It's um, you're kind of investing into it and then you can get a number of perks back so so you might get a download of the album or the actual cd or um my other albums and there's there's options like you can pay for a track and have it dedicated to you um house gigs um or even i can uh, i can be commissioned to write a song so yeah there's there's different levels of um perks yeah, brilliant. Okay, this is really an interesting process. Is there anything that you've learned? I know you started. I don't know. Was it in, was it about a month ago when you started? I don't remember exactly. Yeah, I think three weeks maybe. Yeah. And what have, what have you learned in those three weeks about crowdfunding? Because it's something that I've always been sort of intrigued by, but a little bit nervous to actually do. <laughs> yeah. Well, me too. I uh, definitely. It was a. It was a risky. It's a risky thing. I mean, the, the biggest, well, where, where to start? It's been a huge, a huge lesson. Um, mm-hmm. Mainly, crowdfunding is, it's, well, it's, it's hard work in that it's not just that you create this campaign and you put it out there and, and then the money starts rolling in. Actually, it's become, it's completely taken over my life. It's a full-time yeah. job, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trying to promote it, trying to find creative ways to um, keep people interested and also reach networks um different people yeah exactly so it's kind of it's not just like the people who are on my facebook for example it's trying to reach different people who i think might be interested in the album so um i've also learned you know there's just been such a wonderful response and to get back feedback of of actually there's people out there who are uh, valuing what it is I'm creating. I mean, yeah. it's, it's an amazing thing. And you also see the spirit of community and the way that we can kind of achieve these things together. So, yeah, it's, 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 a, great, it's a great thing, as well as being quite terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, now, so I guess, you know, this, this question... Um, your music speaks about personal change and transformation as well as making a difference in the world. So how do these things feel connected for you? And, and why did you decide to, you know, to pick uh, the sort of the genre of, you know, making music that's about transformation and about personal change? And- mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, it's a good question. Um, <laughs> I think they feel very connected to me. So I, I, but I think for, I think the place that I'm writing these songs for really come from a personal experience. So I'm, I'm not kind of consciously setting out to say, right, I'm going to write a song now about changing the world. Mm. Um, it's, it's more about, I write songs from my own experience and then it's through, well, I don't, I don't quite know how to kind of um, say it because they feel so intricately linked. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess it, so. I wrote um, I wrote a song called "A Call to Stand," which I was commissioned to write it, and uh, it was for a women's empowerment um, kind of global tele summit thing. And the essence of that was about if we kind of stand for ourselves and make changes in ourselves, then that's the that's really the only authentic way that we can make change in the world. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's why they feel so connected. You know, the songs I write have come from um, myself going through a, a real period of personal change mm. and kind of examining everything and coming out of um, a time of, you know, one of those everything's falling apart times. And so it, it's then that everything else then gets kind of built upon. Mm. And so I, I kind of feel like we can't make a difference in the world unless we're giving from a place of fullness in ourselves. Yeah. So it kind of has to come from an overflowing cup rather than an empty place. So that's why it feels like there needs to be an authenticity in our personal transformation. Mm. Before, because I don't think these songs would mean anything if they weren't coming from that place. And, and I think that's why people connect to the things I'm writing about because they're, because they're feeling it too. Yeah. And so the songs are just putting voice or a form to something, um, a process that people are going through. Mm. And I was going to ask you about how you, how you first decided to make music that was passionate and had a purpose, um, you know, that has a message, but um, you've kind of, you've, in a way you've answered that, but what would be interesting, Ellen, though, is maybe to um, hear about, like, a, a particular song, maybe there's one that you would like to tell us about, about how, um, how like an example of how, you, how, how your music, which is, you know, about personal transformation, might inspire others. I don't know if there's a particular song that really speaks to that that you could tell us about. Mm, another good question. Um, <laughs> um, I guess, I mean, this, this theme of transformation is very, it's very prevalent in, in many of my songs. Yeah. And, 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 you know, maybe I'm just writing about this stuff for a time and maybe in the future I won't, but um, it's, it is certainly a, a theme. Um, well, On My Mind is a song that I just released as a new video the other day, um, mm-hmm. which is a song called um, I'll Meet You There. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that song comes out of an experience I had where I basically... Um, went on a kind of rites of passage. I, I went 
um, basically into the mountains in Snowdonia. Mm-hmm. And I went with no distractions and um, just, yeah, basically went and sat at the top of a mountain um, and with and had no food just water and, and it was kind of uh, it was a very deep experience of what happens when we go without um and so and I've, I've had a number of different experiences like that because I, I feel like connecting into our just the indigenous wisdom in in the natural world and the kind of coming back to interconnection that a lot of my um, creativity comes from that place. Mm. And so, so this song in particular, I mean, I, I kind of reference it in, in a lot of things, but this is about going to that empty space and stripping it all away and, and what you find there um, and what you find within yourself. And so, I mean, that's, that's the song that comes to mind right now um, mm. in terms of that. But I, I kind of, you know, the theme of our, our connection and belonging in, in, in the world is, is very important to me. And I think that is a place of when you, when you feel part of the world, that's when the desire to make positive change um, comes from that. Because, because I think when you <clears throat> feel a sense of place, then you care. Mm-hmm. You know, you care about things, whatever that is, whether that's people or nature or whatever. Mm. It's interesting, Eleanor, and I, maybe some of our listeners might never have thought of going to sit up a mountain. <laughs> and I know that also last summer you also walked a pretty long way as well on your own, didn't you? And maybe some of our listeners might have not ever thought of doing something like that. So I'm interested <laughs> just to hear a little bit more about, like... Um, in those experiences where you've taken yourself apart deliberately, you know, to, to connect to nature and, and maybe there's, it, it's a bit more than just to nature. It's, it sounds like it's also to yourself and to something greater. What, what have you learned from those experiences that, you know, might be useful for people who, who might have never thought of doing something like that? <laughs> yeah. So, well, so yeah, this summer I, I went on a, really long walk uh, a pilgrimage um whatever you want to call it um around the coast of wales it was um 900 mile although it was it was probably nearer to a thousand miles when you added in all the getting lost um, <laughs> and you know walking to pubs and stuff so um the i did that because i feel like it's very important to take time to reconnect and um yeah I mean, I've slightly I've slightly forgotten the question it's 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 a huge it, it's it's a journey I took which is very much still unraveling itself yeah. um, you know so it's not like I can sum up a, a, a meaning but I think I did that because I want to place myself consciously in a different way of being in this life mm-hmm. and um you know it was a really deeply incredible journey and i think it's the spirit of that which it's so i'm, I'm quite interested in, in the archetype of the fool and the wanderer 
Mm. And in a in being in um when you, when you trust the unknown and you trust a kind of emergent path and you you put one one foot in front of the other <clears throat> and uh, you know I think we're living in very strange times and we're living with a lot of unknown mm. and so for me it's a very radical act to just say I'm going to keep walking and I'm going to keep trusting that mm. that things will um that, that the right things will, will come if, if I'm mm. if I'm coming from that place so I mean I I fully recommend <laughs> Um, going, going, walking for that period of time, and being, you know, out, out in nature and out in all the elements, um, and really stripping things back to basics. Because it, it really um, it enabled me to really kind of focus things down. Mm. And it, it sounds like um, I'm inferring this, but it, you know, it, it's inspiring your music as well. Do you write when you're out? walking or sitting on the top of a mountain or is it something that you do when you come back having kind of taken that experience in um so i i wrote every day when i was walking as a practice um i i didn't have technology but i you know i just wrote on a piece of paper and um but i didn't bring i didn't set out to write any songs and i obviously didn't have any instruments with me um, but I did end up writing some songs which just kind of came to me mm. um, there. And then I, I often find that it's when I'm moving, so when I'm walking or I'm on a train or driving, that's when a lot of creative um, inspiration happens. There's something about movement which is important. So, um, yeah, that's it certainly inspired a lot. And, so I have I have whole wadges of writing from the walk, which I'm you know planning to utilise. But it's taking a bit of time really to um, figure out where all that's going to. It's interesting that you say that. It's sorry, Ziado. I, I was just going to reflect that I often. Um, I no, no, no. Go ahead. Go I, ahead. Yeah, I was going to say I often um, I often write my best stuff when I'm sitting on a train or or on the way somewhere as well I don't know what it is it's something for me I think it's almost about like the fact that I'm doing that I'm not like sitting down to try and write because sometimes that can be such a creativity killer to go yeah. like I'm gonna write this great poem or I'm gonna write this really good article and it's like nothing comes and then suddenly when I'm on the train going out that evening you know, something will just flow. So yeah, yeah. I really, really relate to that. It's so true sometimes. I mean, there was, there was also plenty of times where I was, you know, days where I was walking with the rain and wind in my face and feeling like, why the hell am I doing this? Um, <laughs> there was no creativity flowing at all. But it was, you know, I had the space to then capture the, capture the moments. So. Yeah. That's really yeah. So, so I, I guess what I wanted to ask is, what should we expect uh, from your next album, and when is it going to drop? <laughs> um, well, it's if I can uh, if I can crowdfund it, then I'm going to be recording in uh, January and February, and so I'm hoping it's going to be out in the spring. So that that's a little bit vague, but. By, by May, I hope, um, if not before. Um, and that's, I mean, 
what to expect from that album is, is, is kind of similar from what I've done before, but developed. And I'm, I'm really happy with these songs. They're about, they're kind of about the journeys I've gone to internally and externally. And they're about transformation and what happens when we go into the darkness or the wild places or the edge places and the transformation, um, the inspiration and the change that happens there. And there are songs that are very bound up in our connection with the natural world and, and the mirror that that is for us. Mm. And, um, because I think in, in nature, there is so much, there's change, there's constant change. Um, and, and it happens in the most flowing way. And, and so that's, I guess the mirror of that for me is, is so inspiring about how do I be a change-making person in the world? Yeah. Um, because actually it's not all about, you know, sometimes you have to go, you know, the winter comes and the leaves drop off the tree and, and you kind of go inwards. Um, mm. and there's other times where, you know, you're fully kind of blossoming or fruiting. So it's, I guess my inspiration about change comes from that. So, I, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's a bit of what the album's about. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eleanor, it would be really good to hear some music from you um, and then maybe come back and, and, and have a, a little bit more of a chat if, if, if it feels like there's more to say. So, um, what song are you going to sing for us? <clears throat> um, okay, so bearing in mind, this is very early in the morning. <laughs> we know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I um, so I'm going to sing uh, a call to stand, even though that's not actually about what I was talking about then, um, because yeah, this this is a song which really speaks about what I was saying: stand for ourselves, then we can stand for another person, and then we can stand for the world. Um, yeah. So, and this I need to say that this was um, written, inspired by Joey Walters and her. Um, a call to stand project which this yeah. song was the theme song for so i just need i need to say that so yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> honor her for for, for you know for, yeah. for that work as well and um yeah no it's a really it's a really powerful message and i and then yeah we'd love to hear the song <laughs> cool i'll get on with it then great <clears throat> Stand. 
Step into wisdom, step into freedom, step into vision, stand for yourself so you can stand for another, stand in your heart so you can stand for the world. Step into your power, step into your wisdom, step into your freedom, step into your vision, stand for yourself so you can Thank you, Eleanor. That was really beautiful. I feel like really honored to have you play for us. It's like having you in our room. <laughs> <laughs> that was a strange, strange feeling sitting here singing to a computer and knowing other people were listening. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of strange listening, but in a, in a good way. It was like, oh, it feels like she's singing to me. And actually, I think... I was, I was singing to you. Well, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think that's something about your music that, you know, because you, as you've described, you know, you have a message which um, really comes from your heart that, you know, your songs do feel like they're singing to me when I listen to them and I know to many other women as well because they're really grounded in what's true, you know, and some of the things that are true for us all probably as women. We're interested in how we can make a difference in the world and um, I wondered, I know that that you're um, interested in that as well and, and, and in doing that through your music, but I'm also interested in, like, what, what issues are you particularly, you know, um, interested in pursuing right now, um, you know, issues in the world that, you know, you want to make a difference on? Because I know that there probably are some that you're involved in. I'd just be interested to hear about it. I guess I often feel very overwhelmed about the amount of of things happening in the world and the, yeah. the amount of things that I want to get involved with and causes I want to put myself behind. Um, yeah. Which is why the simplest thing I can do is, as you've just said really beautifully, is, is just kind of coming from my own heart on it. Um, yeah. But at the moment, um, I've been particularly moved by what's happening um, in Standing Rock. Yeah. In... in um, North Dakota and and I think that there's something about that situation that is such a teacher um, Mm. about Eleanor maybe just say a a few words for people who no no just for people who might not know about that situation just just give us a very quick brief um brief summary of of what's happening yeah thank you um so basically, there's indigenous people in in in, uh, in the United States who are, are basically um, standing up, protesting. Well, not no, they're not protesting. They are um, protecting yeah. their, their land from a pipeline, which yeah. is kind of right, rooted right through um, indigenous land, and, yeah. and it's kind of caught the attention of um, 
of the world. I mean, there's, there was a huge kind of media blackout. So, but a lot of people, well, it, a lot of people have kind of have, have tuned into this. I mean, and the thing is, there's so many situations like this happening in the world yeah. as well, yeah. it's important to say. Um, but I, it, it caught my attention because um, I, was, I was in the States and mm-hmm. I, was, I met people who were, who were there and yeah. um, that. So, um, it's, it's really mirrored something for me about the the importance of of standing up for 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 the earth because yeah. essentially if we if we don't have that then um you know no change can can happen unless we're kind of living in a sustainable way so i mean i you know i care very much about climate change uh, as well um yeah so yeah. but it's yeah i mean i so i guess to me those those issues seem like very fundamental yeah. to anything else that, that happens. Like if if the planet's if the planet perishes then <laughs> the rest of it is history really, right? So Yeah, exactly. And I you know, I I I'm I don't kind of come from a place of like, oh, it's you know, it's all gonna kind of perish immediately, but I think it's about bringing into our awareness the the unsustainable consumption yeah um, and trying to trying to learn from from kind of the, the indigenous teaching really yeah more sustainable ways maybe of being with the earth and the land and yeah i i, I can totally relate to that and i think as you say there's there are loads of situations in the world where um there's some sort of conflict between the, this um, kind of incessant desire to like extract um, minerals and take them places and well, you know whatever it is around sort of mining and the supply of um, fuel and, and, and the things that we need for this kind of um, maybe over consuming culture and people that are actually living on the land that's being used for these purposes who are, whose way of life is being like destroyed and threatened. So I think it's something that's really prevalent on the African continent at the moment as well and in, in lots of different places in the world. And it's something that probably doesn't get nearly enough attention. Um, so I, I totally, yeah, I totally hear you. And I think it really seems to resonate as well with your, you know, your commitment to also being on the land and in nature and you know and how that inspires your work and then your way of wanting to make a difference I find it really inspiring so thanks for sharing that with us Eleanor so Eleanor we just uh, wanted to talk a bit more about how you um how you think the importance really of um change in our own lives if we want to make change in the world yeah um you know, I think it's a really important subject and I've, I've been really inspired by a lot of um, different writers or people talking about um, how to be sustainable as activists yeah. or change yeah. makers. And um, it's really changed my thinking about yeah. it. So it's why, it's why if, if it feels deeply linked that... Um, you know, so my music is talking about personal change and transformation, and it's not that that's some huge um, self-absorbed solipsistic. Yeah, absolutely, it's yeah. it's kind of 
because I feel that unless you come from a place in yourself that's full, you can't make sustainable change because so many, um, I don't even know if I've already said this, but you know, so many activists and change makers are, are burnt out because there is such an overwhelming um, need in the world and there's so many places we can put our energy and um and you know people there's i'm really inspired by like authors like joanna macy for example really you know really focus on this work of how to um how to do the personal transformational work so that you can be an effective change maker so i i think that it's like i've come i've come to a place where the songs i'm writing are about this process um because because it feels really fundamental and it feels more authentic rather than coming from this kind of external place of oh i want to i want to save the world you know and, yeah. and that being really empty and actually it's about um coming from a place of overflow in ourselves um and that's you know that's kind of a a lesson that's a, a lifelong lesson but it, it's so it, they, they, those things those two things feel so inextricably linked um, yeah, that's what I write about what I write about. Yeah, and I so resonate with that, Eleanor. And it, that's really what my whole project with Dijazi is about. And it's you know, Dijazi means to fill yourself up, and it's it's about how we do this, um, filling up of ourselves so that we can make a difference. Because you know, like you, I've seen lots of people, including myself, actually get really burnt out with trying to make a difference in a way that's not sustainable. And so I think for me, it feels like a a fundamental shift. And I I also think it's something that, whilst not necessarily being like particular to women, is something that, you know, know, is something that women maybe will often struggle with more because of, you know, the cultural setup around how we do or have learnt from our culture, our society, our families of origin, how we do, like, looking after and um, showing up and often do that to the detriment of ourselves. So, and, and when we translate that into trying to make a difference in the world, you know, we can be just really going for it and, 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 and putting a lot of pressure on ourselves to make a difference. Yeah. In a way that isn't sustainable and, and, and healthy for us. And so... Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think you're you're right in well, I, I think there's something in, interesting um about looking at a kind of um archetypally a masculine way and a feminine way. And there's there's something about um fluid way and it's everything that you you talk about on this podcast, you know, that's is, is a healthier way um, yeah. to me that seems more sustainable to, to find. And one thing that I've been drawing on, and and and, and it sort of it, it's probably resonates a lot with what you said about the natural world. Is one thing that I've been um, thinking about a bit and and writing about a bit recently is um, how you know the the idea of of our cycles not just our sort of menstrual cycles and the cycles of the seasons but actually sort of looking at our our the way we work so something quite practical as a cycle through different stages so that we're not constantly pushing to like get everything done in a as you say that sort of linear very it might feel like a masculine progress driven sort of way but that we're actually um 
you know, going for, you know, knowing that we need time to rest and downtime and reflection time. And, and you know, we're like, you know, in, in, in big ways, maybe like taking yourself apart in nature, or in, you know, for a long time, like you did, or, or for some people, that has to be always easier in small little chunks, you know. But Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. Yeah, thinking about that, I think, you know, a lot of what, I, what I've been thinking about really resonates. And I think with what you're saying, and I think that it feels like a real shift in some ways from certainly the idea of change making that maybe I grew up with as well. So, although it, it yeah, I don't know, it, it, it's on one level, it's sort of theory, on another level, it's a real, it's a real shift in, in the how we think about what we do, you know? Yeah, and I, it, I think what's, what's challenging is that it feels like trying to fit a, you know, round peg in a square hole or whatever that saying yeah. is. Yeah. Because it is, it's very different. And, and how do you make that work when, when we're actually living in a life where there's certain things you need to do to survive? Um, yeah. It's like I see that it's not really working for many people. I mean, people are getting sicker. So many people are on Prozac or that, you know, all these, all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because that kind of linear way is not working and yet the, the, that's why I see so much inspiration from the natural world because the cycles there are, are a healthy balance but yeah. yet our life is, you know, it's not, it's not okay for people to take three months off to, to rest in the winter or, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So it's, it's how to try and find a way with that which, you know, and I guess that's, you know, I do talk about those themes a lot, a lot in my music. I'm just very interested and exploring those things so and yeah and for me it really relates back to what you're saying about um the, the standing rock and climate change and and all those sort of issues about the natural world that it, you know the linear it, you know let's if you look at it as you know let's extract the earth's resources as much as we possibly can is not working for our environment either so and there's you know there's some um i'm interested in the work of some environmentalists who are you know challenging that assumption and looking at you know more um cycle like ways of you know utilizing the planet's resources and what does that actually mean and what does it look like both on a macro scale as well as on like a personal and sort of yeah. you know yeah. community scale and i think yeah there's there's wisdom in it for all of us probably not just for women but there's something about women because we have cycles in our bodies as well but it feels like you know there's there's some wisdom within us about this that we need to bring to the fore at this time somehow yeah absolutely and i, I think these things about you know climate change and uh what to do about sustaining the planet they're ultimately a, a feminist issue yeah um, absolutely so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so eleanor we'll we'll leave it there thanks so much for chatting with me and um we'll we'll look forward to seeing what comes from your music in the in the new year great thank you <laughs> and thanks for coming on the show so we've lost the order from a technical hitch so uh, just oh, me, but, you went quiet. yeah so it's me saying thank you so much for coming on the show with us please tell us how we can find your music and also your crowdfunding campaign so that our listeners can get involved contribute support you uh, find out about your work, maybe uh, find your previous work as well and and um, and be ready for your new stuff when it comes out. <laughs> um, 
is that a question? Am I supposed to tell you things? Yes, like? please. <laughs> I want your I want your websites. Anyway. Okay, so um, so my website is eleanorbrownmusic.com. Yeah, and um, I also do a lot of stuff from Facebook. So I have a, a music page which is Eleanor Brown Music, mm-hmm. um, and you can you can stream and you can buy my music from uh, eleanorbrown.bandcamp.com. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you went onto the other things, you'll see links in, into that. Um, and then the crowdfunding, oh, that's, that's, a, that's a difficult question. It's through Indiegogo. Right. And we maybe need to come to your Facebook page or could we I think find if you came, Yeah, if you, if you came to my Facebook page and you would certainly see the link for that there. Um, if you Googled Indiegogo and Eleanor Brown new album project, you'll find it. But if I, I, it's a really long link. Yeah, no, we, we will also put it on um, the page for the podcast, which is on didazzo.com now. So if anyone is listening to this via another platform and wants to find Eleanor's um, Indiegogo page, come over to... Um, jjaze.com so it's j-i-j-a-z-e dot com slash podcast and you'll find the show there and and in the notes we will put all the links to Eleanor's stuff including the crowdfunding as well so um yeah thank you for being with us today and uh, we are going to be really looking forward to hearing your new album and um uh, and watching your work in uh, the, the new year <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. And thanks for this podcast. I listen to it and it's, you know, it's always inspiring. So thank you for your work that you're doing. Oh, thanks, Eleanor. It's great. It's great having you with us and we'll talk soon. Okay, bye. Bye. This episode of Change Making Women was produced and edited by Zadra Bade. And our theme tune over and over was written and performed by Eleanor Brown, who you can find at eleanorbrownmusic.com. <laughs>